you have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. It comes out in these locker rooms and shit. Like I've, I've heard bona fide stories, uh, verified stories of like the baseball team at Eastern all getting together and masturbating with each other in the same room. Mike. I appreciate the outfits that Peyton Stewart wore. He looked like an old school racist golfer. Like he, he wasn't a racist as far as I know, but you know, like the Vagger Bantz racist golfers of the old timey days. And Scott. In your relative relationships, do you have like artists, musicians, actors, actresses, da da da, that you just have both bonded over? In our and Stephanie and I's relationship, Peter Sarsgaard is just one of these weird outlying actors that we both like have a crush on don't turn it off we're here it's is it safe episode 90 we're live and uncensored the show goes on sorry we haven't done a show in the last couple weeks there's really no excuses it's just bullshit you know failure to be there for you when you guys need us there's one there's one excuse there's never an excuse. There's no excuses well, in life. There's, well, there's only no decisions. Ex- there's no excuse, but there is a reason. That's putting it mildly. Okay, go ahead. Give it to him. <laughs> um, Give me your excuse, Mike, Mike, slept, Mike slept through the last episode. <laughs> Just blame everything <laughs> on the holidays, man. Luke, you're gonna get so you're gonna have a you're gonna have a really good excuse in February yeah. to just get out of you know, anything you want. Yep, it's all over. No, nah, so no, nah, you, you, know, you know, you know what though? It's going to be a good excuse to actually have a, a real schedule. And wow, dude! Schedule that we're going to stick to, boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll uh, we'll work out an agreement here. You know, on our side, we'll figure out we'll figure out time to uh, do this. And the idea would be to have a uh, a regular show. We don't skip. Nah, that's a pie in the sky. Pie in the sky. <laughs> that's a fat yeah, fucking. It's a pie. That's a, that's a moon-sized pumpkin pie in the sky. <laughs> He's a walking dead man. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well. We shall see, but none of us are none of us are giving up on this, right? We're gonna keep it going. How many of these? How many of these are we gonna do? Out of curiosity, well, we what? How many are we gonna do? It's gonna go on forever. We got ninety. We got at least hit a hundred. <laughs> forever, shit. <laughs> 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 Jesus, I didn't didn't realize. Uh, <laughs> didn't realize. Yeah, I thought we were too long. Yeah, I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna quit after after uh you know 30 or 50 or 70 sure, or yeah, 90. everyone does but hey listen we've got the uh we've got the the gumption to keep it going well he's ready look at him we should maybe never the, maybe the idiocy who knows yeah we should never retire it we should even if we all somehow miraculously live until we're in our 80s which is definitely not going to happen um we should just well, always it should always be active what I don't know. I'm just. I'm hoping. I'm hoping all these. I'm hoping, or that like Elon Musk will actually come up with a pharmaceutical, or you know, it's a Mark Cuban at this point, right? He's going to come up with pharmaceuticals that keep us alive till we're 175 years old. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. What's the point of that? So we can just continue raping and pillaging the earth and fucking mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we'll we'll be the new boomers at some point. That's putting it mildly. Well, look, we're glad that you guys are still with us. We got a lot of emails that have pent up. We have some old ones because we did emails. Yeah, well, we got one for Scott that we didn't do. We had Steve on. We had our special guest Steve on. Hi, Steve. Steve, you're listening to this right now, buddy. What's up, dude? What are you doing right now? Are you sitting in a chair? You playing a video game? uh, Are you having a beer? It was our beguiled episode. That's right. What are you doing right now, Steve? Tell us what you're doing there. Are you thinking about boomers? Are you wondering how we got to this point in society where everything was so hopeful, but then it went sideways so fast? And people are hopeful for a new year because 2023 is right around the corner, guys. A new calendar year from the Gregorian calendar. (laughs) Fuck boomers. So that's going to be exciting. Yeah, good big call out to the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> you guys excited? I mean, people love New Year's. There's people who are diehard New Year's people every year. They love it. It's a chance where capitalism even says, hey, guess what? You got a new chance this year. This is your year. You're going to break through this year. It's finally going to happen. That's putting it mildly. Yeah, so that is that is funny. It is a, it is a cultural myth that something is going to change. <laughs> this year it's it's funny it's it's funny how how much everybody gets belief gets on board belief baby belief is a strong but hope is is a strong strategy yeah the the impetus is on or the the, i guess the pressure is on everyone as an individual right like how are you gonna make your personal life better um yeah forget about forget about like the world getting better it's all on you. Like it's definitely all on you. If you don't get better uh, in the new year, you're a fucking failure. And then that sets the tar- that sets like the, the tone for the rest of the year. We're in hell right now. Cause you fail in, you fail in February. Usually, you know, like you keep things going, you're doing well, like you got a good diet going. Maybe you go to the gym like three or four times. And then uh, by February it's, it's all, you just, you're just like the failure sets in and you just can't do it. You just keep that going till the end of the year. I'm going to personally, I'm going to try to smoke more cigarettes in 2023 than I smoked in 2022. <laughs> and if I, I and if I succeed, then I'm a success. And if I fail, then I suppose that's that's fine as well. Yeah. How about this? Can, adopt a vice. Adopt a vice in the new year. Like, you definitely know, do something. Do something that fucking takes shaves. Whatever happens. Years off this horrible yeah. Existence. Set your whatever. Set happens. your set your, uh, your resolutions at like just 100% recklessness. And if you come up short, then it's probably fine. But whatever happens though, guys, I want this to be clear. Whatever happens. Don't you ever fart on my tits again. That's all I asked for. (laughs) I'm actually, maybe I should try to to do that in the new year. (laughs) Yeah, that should be a goal. I'd like to see if anybody could actually fart on someone's significant other's tits or just even your sister's tits or Whatever, anybody's fart on someone's tits in 2023 and then email the show about it. I think I might have a decent chance of doing that, honestly. By the way, how many cigarettes did you think you had this year, John Scott? Could you ballpark the cigarette calendar year? Yeah, for 2022. Let's get a final total here. I didn't really start smoking until kind of I got my job. So I uh, let's say like. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's it gives you like the absolute need for it. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, uh, you know. Yeah, you need a fucking smoke break. Yep. Uh, Stephanie's yelling at me from the other room that I'm not a smoker. How many yeah, cigarettes right, right, did right. I have this, this year? You're not I'm a gonna smoker? S- I'm going to say 30. 
Wait, you're saying you're not a are you saying you're not a smoker? Is that what you're saying right now? I'm gonna say fifty, uh fifty or hundred, and that's still not enough. That's, okay, let's that's like one every like few <laughs> days. That's nothing. Eighty seven. Eighty seven? That's not bad. That's a little bit more with that. I got a new tooth. Uh I got a new tooth this year. Oh, that's good. No longer no longer missing. Congratulations. My brother has a dead nerve in his mouth. He's had a dead nerve in his mouth for like a year, and it's just painful all year long. Dead nerve? How is a dead yeah. nerve painful? Well, that's what a root canal is. You got to get rid of the nerve. Mm-hmm. That is true. That's, a root canal takes the nerve that is causing you awful pain. Yeah, it's it's awful. I was I had this explained to me yesterday because I was in the fortunate enough position where I didn't know what a crown was. I didn't know what a root canal really uh-huh. was because I've never had either. So I was asking my brother and my mom. I'm like, guys, am I going to have one of these soon? When is it coming for me? Wow, dude. Your dental, so your dental health is uh, better than anybody I've ever met in my entire life. It's pure luck. You're, because you're def- I've eaten no, so much you, sugar. You maintain. It's unreal. No. Yeah, but you maintain. Like you, you are, you're brushing two or three times a day. You floss constantly. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, like constantly. A, you're like Ask a dentist about that. fucking dream, man. You're a dentist dream. <laughs> Yeah, man. We would, find those, those, we would find those flossers all over the fucking tub and the shower. When yeah, there we go. Yeah, look, look. All over I made place. a conscious decision when I was Used 27 flossing. years old to start flossing. I realized my whole life I hadn't been flossing up until I was about 26, 27. I'm like, what am I doing? And I realized that there was a connection between gum health and heart health and all this shit. So I changed my ways and i became obsessed with flossing it's also it's fucking gross i remember what my gums looked like when i was like 21 even i thought i was like oh yeah i'm gonna fuck tonight i'm 21 (laughs) and i have these disgusting just rolling in with halitosis and blowing out gums oh yeah i mean yeah i'm brushing my teeth but those gums have never been flossed like i never flossed ever i'm not kidding i never flossed until i was like 26 i didn't floss one time i'm not kidding you how did that look first time you did it like uh sounded like this was it like the, yeah was it like the elevator doors opening and the shining <laughs> yeah they're pretty intense um but they're like red they're like a ugly they're a they're like an apple red it's gross like a not a honey crisp, more like a red delicious red. red. Delicious. It's not healthy. You want pink. You don't want red gums, folks. You want pink gums. That's what yeah. I you want bubble Wait, gum. You had bright red gums. <laughs> yeah. I Good did. I mean, anybody God. you could you saw me. You definitely looked at me yeah, and you're like, wow, I'm not noticing gum. how uh, That's putting it mild. Yeah. Well, you were there. Anyways, guys, flossing is important. It's good for you. Let me dive into these emails because they're way overdue, and I feel like I want to give credit to it because this one's from December 8th, okay? (laughs) December 8th. This was Thursday, December 8th at 2.50 p.m. So that was 20, that was 19 days ago. It's from Mr. Pink. For our last show, probably. Pink. It was before before the show with Steve. Well, it was actually the, sh- the day we did the show with Steve because I didn't want to read it because it was for Scott. Because it says, for Mr. Pink, so good to hear Scott's voice again. That's putting it mildly. And so good to have some momentum back on the show recordings. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> you guys couldn't get it. Up on the <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Oh, shit, man. Yeah, so that's just a apropos statement. Okay, Mr. Pink, thank you for the laugh. 
Between scrolling porn sites the other day, uh, I found a news article about men dropping out of the labor force because they are upset about their social status. The article was from Fortune magazine, so Google it for actual details. But it essentially said that men in particular were more likely to leave the labor force when their expected wages fell relative to their more educated peers. I don't know why, but I am equally puzzled and pissed about this. First, I don't think I have the brain power to understand this. Secondly, how much of a fucking pussy do you have to be to quit trying when your neighbor down the street starts to out-earn you? Holy crap. Wondering what you guys think about that. Good show as always. Fleetwood Mac blows, but it's a bummer that lady died. <laughs> Peace out, <laughs> Mr. Pink. Hell yeah. That's awesome. <clears throat> uh, man, right, well, I don't uh, think we can I, read this article. I just like pulled it up, but it it's like giving me a paywall. Fuck. Oh, well, you just got to do the can, your little control A. Yep. Control Hold on. Yeah, yeah come on. Me, you're the master. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I learned it by watching I'm the you. master. I'm the master. Hold on. Let, let me see. I learned it by watching you. Yeah. I think it. it's. Uh, I think I got it. I think I got the whole thing. Is this going to end up being a conversation about how it's hard to be an educated white man in America? We're 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 falling out of favor. We've had our we've had our time on the dance floor, and we're getting ushered out. Hang on, here we go. It's yours? No, I mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys must have. Must have what? Look, Dad, it's not. Where did you get it? Answer me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. Yeah. That's the (laughs) best. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. Yeah, that guy's voice. He's like the steady old, we trust that guy from 1940. He's still alive. Uh, fuck drugs. Who cares? Take drugs. It's fine. Take psychedelics. Yeah. Strongly recommend. I've said it before. If you've never taken psychedelics, give it a shot. See it will change your world perspective at the very least. I guarantee it'll change something. At least one thing, no matter (laughs) how awful that may be or wonderful it may be, it'll change something. (laughs) Every trip will, yeah, knock at least one screw loose. That's for sure. Yes. Well said. Here, here, sir. That's right. I'll drink today. Okay, so to Mr. This, Pink's point here about white men. It no, it's a it's a very perplexing it's a perplexing dilemma. It's kind of like when you are when you're poor and you have a uh, hundred dollars in your bank account, how quickly you kind of rip through it. You know, it's versus, you know, if you're if you're rich, how often you might spend that same amount you know but it's it's almost like the um the the pressure of holding on to it is like a catalyst for getting rid of it and you know uh, honestly like i've i've gone through those periods where it's like <laughs> those periods I've gone through many 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 years of having like having nothing being overdrafted like you know coming back from that a little bit having like a few hundred dollars knowing that like you have to pay your rent or you got to pay for um, a fucking utility bill or something yet buying flowers for a girl Mm -hmm. you just met or like taking a girl out for drinks or whatever it might be or like maybe getting a pair of fucking sneakers that you know you just literally cannot afford because that's all the money Uh that you've got 
And this is a situation where you're seeing, um, I wouldn't say poor, but you see people that are a little bit more disadvantaged compared to their their peers, you know, in the social space, in the uh, employment space, employment context. And they see they see everybody else gaining at a rate that they're not gaining. You know, they're they're losing yeah. wages. Their wages have gone down seventeen percent, uh, while their peers peers' wages are going up twenty percent. Uh, I suppose yeah. it would make you fucking hate the job that you're doing when you look at those numbers. I mean, I suppose that would actually require a little bit of awareness of the entire context. You know, I think you would have to understand that you're you're getting less and they're getting more and so then why would you stay in that fucking job and i think this this particular article that uh pink brings up i don't know if this applies to the industry that he's in i actually like to i'd actually like to know if it does apply to that industry but i i get the the complex it, it does seem it does seem ridiculous. It does seem stupid. It seems like people are being lazy or whatever, but, uh, it is, it's very hard to actually, you know, uh, it, it's very hard to completely understand that dynamic because that, wow, dynamic, dude, that dynamic is entirely fundamental in the, in the capital paradigm. And, you know, these, these people are fucking angry and pissed off that their peers who got a degree are earning more money. Uh, even though they might be working the same job. And I think that's probably a big part of it. So I, I, I know it, it, it always seems uh, contradictory, but uh, we do a lot of contradictory things. And again, one of the things I used to always do is when I would have a little bit of money, I'd fucking spend it. I wasn't the guy that put it into a, I didn't put $5 into my savings account every paycheck <laughs> if I genius, done, genius, if I genius. if i had done that shit since like 2005 i'd have you know like 1200 dollars in my savings account which would be helpful but I, I would have spent it on something that i needed or didn't need i don't know it's yeah. we're gonna get all in your face and point out your faults yeah i try not to get bent out of shape about money that i spent on shit because it would have went somewhere else like I probably just would yeah. have had a couple extra like cigarettes? pair of jeans or cigs. Yeah. You know. <laughs> the uh, adventures of Nick, a teen, the last of the red hot buttheads. Yeah. On his way to school each day, unlike the other he's encouraged to stick his head out the window. And the school. No fair. We had the butthead last time. Too bad. We want Norman. <coughs> that Norman kid must be a lot better ball player than he lets on. <coughs> Desperate for friends, Nick joins the pack rats. Man, what a drag. But the following spring, Nick's fancy turned to girls and getting a date for the Smokey Robinson concert. You really light up my life. <laughs> You're like really darkening my doorstep. Okay. Right one. I've got seats to Smokey this Saturday. Sorry, Nick. I'm already dating this really cute ball player. Right two. <laughs> I'm burning for you, babe. How about... How about you talk to that female butthead and leave me alone? Oh, what a drag. Strike three. You're out. Don't be oh, a butthead. Fucking cigarette, ah, Don't be a butthead. <laughs> Why the shame? No, that's not productive. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, it doesn't I seem mean, to this, make this, much of a these, difference. These studies, you know, I actually have a big issue with a lot of these, a lot of these uh, quote unquote studies. I mean, they they have to rip them out at such a such a 
spectacular pace you know all these all these like young academics and whatnot these people that work in these universities they are what they're doing is research for their own books because it's the publisher parish type uh situation so you know they've got they've got nothing unless they've got a book to produce or a book to write. And so they do these studies to, and then hopefully they get peer reviewed. I'm not sure how many of these get peer reviewed before they end up in, uh, what is this journal again? This is, um, uh, Forbes. I, I mean, I, I don't know what Forbes is doing to make sure that like this stuff is actually peer reviewed and correct. Uh, it seems like, yeah, it might be, there might be an instance of it, but I don't really understand what the angle is here other than kind of understanding that, you know, Forbes and a lot of mainstream media is basically about shaming the working class and making, um, you know, and kind of just making arguments for the corporate captured, you know, Senate that we have. They're making it seem like they're making it seem like people are lazy. And that's basically it because they don't see the same drop in, in, female wages as they do with uh, male wages in this particular article, but I, I can't actually tell if this is something that is <laughs> sustained or repeatable or if it's going to be something that actually continues. It seems like something that's just designed to kind of gin up some irritation, uh, which it, it definitely did for Pink and, and no, offense to, no offense to Mr. Pink here on this one, just I'm kind of curious what the like broader concern might be. That's all I got. I did a, <laughs> I did a quick, I did a quick read of the article. Yeah, man, you can read. It, it would take me. I don't read good. I, I go to that school. And, <laughs> don't, don't read. I go good. to that school in Zoolander for the kids who don't read good or whatever. <laughs> I knew you could by osmosis just to have an opinion from all of your time uh, wallowing in academia. That's right. Uh, that's that's a, right. That's a, <laughs> that's a skill that you have, have perfected. I'll look at the article. I don't know. Do we answer the question? I mean, m maybe dudes are just like sensitive too. like now that the the playing field seems to be evening i mean so many of my friends the woman is the breadwinner in the household and the dudes yep. are like what what can i do uh, i have friends that are in the gig economy i have friends that are making in the service industry friends making whatever forty thousand dollars which is just like a pittance at this point doing any number of random jobs um so yeah, I don't know. Regression was going to come for us soon, white guys. So um, yeah, I no, I think you're right. I, I think that's what it is. It, it is um, it's a it's a regression. It's a structural regression. It's you know, and it's also it's also like paired with the fact that there's like a, an awareness for the first time in I don't know six decades uh, for people that work in jobs that they fucking hate they're starting to realize like wait a minute there's a reason i hate this it's not because i'm lazy it's because this job fucking sucks and any benefit that used to be part of it is has been extracted and pulled away you know like even even my industry the uh, advertising industry the it used to be super fucking fun like you you the mad men right the 
martini lunches and all that you know people actually understanding what they're doing like hey we're just fucking selling bullshit to people who don't need it uh having a good time because they're getting paid too much to do it and because they're selling products so they're having a blast and having martinis at lunch they don't need to be sober when they work and you know imagine what that that environment looks like now you take that exact same environment that like madison avenue uh, advertising huckster you know put them put them into like a modern day i mean it is uh it is sobering and it's sterile and it's it's basically like working in a fucking hospital white white walls population like, white white walls and hospitals man i mean it's just it's, it's a sterile environment nothing nothing cool is fucking happening especially during that the, is bullshit. all of the cool like fringe benefits which were like Hey, you go out, you go out to dinner and, and people just take you out to dinner because they're trying to like, you know, they're trying to schmooze you and all that. And it's fun though. And you, you develop relations, relationships that way. We've lost a lot of relationships and a lot of just spontaneous friendships based on the fact that our work context and our work environment has totally changed and put everybody in home. So seeing a lot of people just, I'm assuming a lot of people in this study, for instance, are in the like in the white collar jobs and whatnot, you know, but to Pink's point, he did say like, all right, are these people just fucking pussies? Like who's just, who's just like bowing out because they're upset about somebody else making more money. I, I am, I am with him on that. Like I'm yeah. I was going to say that does irritate me. Yeah. It does irritate me to know when somebody thinks they just deserve more. And I think that's kind of where he's coming from is that people just are entitled and they think they deserve more. So they're pissed off that somebody else is earning more or doing better in the same job just because not just because they have a degree, but you know, because there are other indicators that they are more privileged. And uh, yeah, I guess that's when you're, when your dad told you when you were a kid, life isn't fair. That's I guess the fucking perfect example of it life ain't fair you're gonna make less than the guy that's right next to you and he's gonna make more because he had more privilege than you did well and, and, I, not, and that's good i i'm just saying that's that does make sense i think Oopsie a lot of Daisy. a lot of people put up with it because you know that looking for a job is the worst fucking job you could possibly have Oh, yeah, I've done that. How many times have all of us had to look for a job and get back out there and reenter the workforce? And it's like you're just face to face with a tsunami of horse shit. And it's just a never ending CF of trying it gets to worse as you get older. Scott, bullshit right? work. Yeah. And then you're just you're just mindlessly scrolling through these goddamn job sites and none of this. Uh, everything looks lifeless. And then you end up getting a job and, and it basically hands out that it is stupid define how bad the problem is right now well look at it this way um we can do a work rate and employment rate for the prime age men if you take a look at last month's numbers they're lower than they were in 1940 at the tail end of the great depression (laughs) so we really do have a depression scale problem for work for men in the united states if you look at the 21st century as a whole this is Dr. Uh, Phil the work rate for prime age men is actually <laughs> substantially lower than it was in I almost pulled the trigger on a Jordan so Peterson. I went with this one. We basically got a 1937 scale uh, work crisis for men in America, and we're missing it because we 
only look at the unemployment rate and at the number of people employed. We forget to look at the numbers for people who are neither working nor looking for work. For every- uh, So this is Nicholas Eberstadt. Good old Nick Eberstadt. And this is his appearance on the Megyn Kelly Show. This is on YouTube. This is a month ago, so this is newer. And Megyn Kelly has 690,000 subscribers on YouTube. She's on her way, doing her thing. She's only got, she only has 690,000. What a fucking chump. That's a lot. Dude, a nice I know there are like YouTubers that like do reaction videos to fucking because she's from the Fox News world. Like it's amazing. It's amazing if you look at it and extrapolate it from her origination, where she comes from. It's amazing that she has that many, based on how old a lot of her audience probably skewed back in the day. So in a way, it's probably impressive. I don't give a <laughs> the fuck. Old, but... The whole dying audience. Did she have a million two weeks ago? Now she has six hundred ninety. Guy who is out of work and looking for I wish a job would... these days. There are over. <laughs> I want to see a show with this guy, Dr. Phil, and Jordan Peterson, roundtable. So if you track the unemployment, happy talk, you are missing four-fifths of the problem. Were they working at one point? Some of them were, but many of them are long-term dropouts from the workforce. What you see, if you look over the history of the post-war This is millions of people, they try to make sense of millions of people's lives so it fits into a story for you to understand in your what they consider your moronic view and possible brain power. So just remember that, folks. <laughs> these people think you people are idiots. So they just make these they make these tales and these narratives up well, in a way. That's, that's a big part of what all these uh, studies do is they they are resetting the kind of social order and just reminding everybody, hey, you're one of these fuck ups that doesn't belong. So. Everybody else worked hard. Everyone else that worked hard fucking deserves everything they got, even though ninety nine percent of them have just been fucking. It's been gifted to them through their parents. <laughs> All right. What you just said. I mean, hey, All there right. are hustlers out there. I appreciate the hustlers. I'm a hustler, baby. A <laughs> most of the time, most of the time, hustlers are <laughs> what they're selling you. Fucking, they're like stealing your oil rights on your land, or they're. You know, taking, they're they're fucking, uh, you know, refinancing your mortgage. Those are the real hustlers. What song is that from, John Scott? Uh, that's that- uh, that's definitely Jay. That's definitely Jay Z. Um, that's off of uh, the the Carter or the what the hell is the one? It's like his third one. Let's see, Jay Z albums. That's the only thing I know. Uh, it's blueprint. definitely not the blueprint. It's on. Uh, it's on the Dynasty Rock La Familia. It is what song? I just want to love blueprint, you. Is Blueprint the one with I the Annie's? I want to love you. Blueprint's the one where Eminem and and Jay like went off. Like that's with Renegade and H to the Izzo and Renegade. Oh man, this was this was huge. This was freshman year of college, just <laughs> right when you discover weed. <laughs> when I discovered weed, I should say. Wow, dude! I went. I, I discovered weed way before that. Not that I'm I any cool. I was a fucking teetotaler until I got to college. 
Wow. Holy shit. Fucking... Was, well, wasn't it teetotaler? You were teetotaler? No, no alcohol? Wow, dude. Not, not completely teetotaler. That's that's an overstatement. But yeah, I just didn't. I didn't care. It didn't, didn't matter to me. My fucking dad had a kegerator in the basement, too. Like straight wow. up. Half barrel. Always cold. Always ready to go. You didn't have uh, you didn't have friends over hanging out in the basement. I guess Drink we just a, didn't like it. I think I just probably hung out with a bunch of just fucking milk toast little punks, and we just weren't cool. We weren't cool enough to abuse drugs and alcohol until we got to uh, college. And then, <laughs> then we're like, Mike, oh Mike yeah. Taught me, Mike taught me how to abuse uh, drugs. When I, went to I did. Yes, I'm proud of that. Actually, he really did. Uh, the first, um, yeah. If it wasn't I'm for a, Mike, I would have never smoked weed. I laid some groundwork. I really did. You know, I sure did. Made a lot of mistakes That's in my good. life, but I really uh, was very a pioneer good. in my time. That is very good. Yeah, if it, was, if it wasn't for my Absolutely dad, and, if it wasn't for my dad and his dad before him and his dad before him, I probably wouldn't drink. But hey, what do you <laughs> <do>? <laughs> Mike, Mike oh. did have, I will say, you did have the pioneering spirit. I did. Yeah, I there really was thought literally nothing that you wouldn't do. And it was really fueled by like I just thought I was going to die one day. So that's funny. Like I just I'm like, well. That's how you live every day like your life is your last. That's the kind of attitude that comes out of that. So, I don't know why I felt that way, but boy, I really was like, this is it. Let's go for it. Fuck it. <laughs> also, it was just more innocence, you know? You're like, hey, fuck it. Life's great. I really thought life was pretty fun. I did. I didn't really see. This is like, uh, you know, this is like 17, 18, 19 years old. So. Uh, yeah, the salad days, baby. Back when you weren't responsible for anything other than just getting through high school with like c minuses <laughs> i almost failed entirely yeah you're right i almost failed high school because my last semester i just completely mailed it in i i failed the entire graphics course which was worth three credits it was one credit per class in high school and that was i got dangerously close to just not having enough credits to graduate which is so stupid but you're right i really just mailed it in i didn't give a fuck about anything by that point second semester of high school who gives a fuck who uh did i did I ever tell the story about how I almost didn't graduate either? Or I wasn't I able know. to, uh, yeah. Um, what was her name, Mike? The uh, the tennis teacher, the fucking Jaggy, Judy Jagfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping Jag Judy Jagfeld. Jumping Judy Jagfeld. Um, hey, if you're out there, Judy, I hope you're doing well. I don't hope she's not dead or anything, because I didn't mean to. Eh, I, I honestly couldn't care less. Uh, she, I mean, she could be dead now. I don't know. She's She was an awful person. She. Uh, oh. It turned out. Well, we all found out later that she made more money in the school district than literally any uh, any other educator, and all she did was teach racket sports. She made <laughs> more money than anybody else in the entire Heartland School District. Oh, here we go, guys. Look at this. Okay. After 34 years, Heartland's Judy Jagfeld calls it a career. Judy Jagfeld had a simple philosophy when coaching tennis at Heartland. My goal was... You're hired to win and take them as far as you can and groom them. Oh, groom them. Oh, boy. That's not a great term. Wouldn't want to use that term in high school, personally. Um, but my goal was I wanted that player and that team to leave my courts having a memory, whether they remembered me or not, to look back on their high school tennis career and think, that was such a great time, such a good part of their high school experience, and have a sport they could play the rest of their lives. That was my goal, she added, besides winning. This fall, for the first time in 35 years and 64 seasons overall, after mentoring close to 1,000 players of both sexes, weird, someone else will be coaching a Heartland tennis team. Wow. She was grooming, grooming the sexes. 
the grooming is over (laughs) evil she was a petty evil fucking asshole i got called to the principal's office i was in the middle of class um i got one you have failed i got one of those like luke down to the principal's office and i went there Uh oh. she was sitting in the principal's office and And she said this is what she said right here don't you ever fart on my tits again that's what happened (laughs) i wish it was so easy to resolve (laughs) No, and she accused me of stealing a fucking tennis racket. Okay, now I now oh, remember. Boy. I think I did. I think I did tell this before because her son was a professional tennis player, and he would get a bunch of rackets just given to him by his sponsor. He's a so welcome. She gentleman. had, she had, you know, like 20, 30 rackets, and she brought them into she brought them into the class so that we could all use like a decent tennis racket as opposed to like the fucking decaying you know detritus of like you know whatever consolidated school system bullshit that you're used to you know you pull pull the thing out and it it feels like uh like a flice water that's got a big hole in it uh so she had a bunch of very nice rackets that she brought in and allowed us to use so great for her that's she's a real humanitarian and one of them went one of them went missing and it was the one that apparently i had signed up Uh so we've talked we've talked uh at ad nauseum about you know my distractibility or whatever i'm i'm 15 16 years old um i set the fucking racket down on a on a bench or whatever and and showered up or something and then came back and it was gone i'm a man i'm 40 and uh her response to that instead of saying oh well this racket was free it was given to me by my son who's got like hundreds of rackets and he gives me like 30 rackets a year to you know do whatever the fuck i want with uh her response to that was to call me down to the principal's office me her raymond nestor sitting there eyeball to eyeball to eyeball you gotta get your act together and she accused me of stealing the fucking racket Oh, wow. It was my senior year. My senior year, so I was 17. It was my senior year, and she was threatening uh, to make it so I couldn't graduate because I stole a fucking tennis racket. Okay, first of all, if I did steal a tennis racket, if I did, uh, how was that grounds for, like, not letting me fucking graduate? But I did not steal it. At worst, I fucking put it down uh, unknowingly, didn't put it back in the rack, you know, as it was supposed to be. But somebody could have stole it out of there, too. And I so I I didn't I don't even think I I walked in our graduation because of that. I was so fucking pissed off. Oh, wow. Um, Dude, you are an embarrassment. Not a question of enough, pal. It's a zero sum game. Somebody wins. Somebody loses. What kind of adult what kind of adult does that, though? Like, call somebody down to the principal's office. Somebody who's mm-hmm. been behavior-wise very good, in my opinion, incredibly good in high school. Yeah, um, you have very behaved, really young well man. behaved, very well behaved, very nice young man. Uh, even had a That's friendship. I, that was the funny part, actually. I had a friendship with the principal, and like he was like, Just "Don't fucking." Don't even worry about this. This bitch is crazy. He like said that to me like under his breath after she left the office. And I was like, all right, but you're 17, so you're still terrified. But what kind of fucking asshole yeah. does that? Yeah, look her. at this. She she does look like a world-class rag. She's a fucking bitch. She is, she is awful. An awful human being. And Cannot like play her, with him. Cannot win with him. 
Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah, her big excitement was like she she wanted people to enjoy their high school. Ex- she wanted people to enjoy a purity of experience. That's what she wanted. She wanted some people to enjoy like the 50s. And uh, yeah, whatever. I fucking tennis. I was I actually talked to her and was like, why would I take a tennis racket? I play baseball. That's all I do. Why would I fucking want a tennis racket? What would I do with this thing? <laughs> I'm going to just start tennis now. I like, that's my whole, that's my whole life. Yeah. Fuck off. Anyway, yeah. no, Brayden, Brayden like coach, uh, Jeff Miner says she's an old school coach. Who's all about the rules and doing things the right way. There you go. That I never like ever want mind. someone to describe me that way. Hell no. Oh, I never want on, anyone to say that he was all about the rules and doing things the right Christian way. The right way. <laughs> the right, right way. I don't know. Fucking blowhard. Do it the right way, Scott. Oh, Come on. Jams. You blowhard. <laughs> Look, we got another one from uh, Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink has another email. This was December 13th, 2022. Right. He said, hey, guys. Great bonus show. I had to listen to it twice. Wow. The special guest had my head spinning with his knowledge and intellect. <laughs> to be fair, it usually doesn't take much to make my head spin, but the black hole stuff, which he was speaking with complete ease, blew me away. Oh, his yeah. wordplay was next level, and I think I only understand about 2% of it. But I thought it was great, and hopefully you have him on again. There you go. That's for Steve, our, our guest who was on recently. There you go, Steve. Look at it. People love you. I know they would. I knew they would. Yeah. That's pretty smart man. I can't. He's a decent guy. And uh, I love love that he called my my critique of interstellar indecorous. Oh, yeah. That was great. (laughs) He totally. Cool insult right there. That was the best part about his appearance was him showing up and holding Luke accountable for all the things he goes off on. And then he's like, oh, shit. I said that. Oh, boy. Yeah. It was funny. No, it's, it's it was well hilarious. Done, Steve. It's actually, one of my one of my favorite things is when someone hold, <laughs> like holds me holds my feet to the fire and uh, you know holds me to task on on just random bullshit that I've said over in the past. It's fine. I love. I don't it. know. We had a meeting scheduled today, support. Okay, I can't remember if I asked you all about your thoughts on Elon Musk. Oh boy, I think uh, we are witnessing the real time unraveling of a gifted yet incredibly flawed person. At this point, we can reach Mars by riding on his universe-sized ego. His talents and ability to innovate are great, but I feel like he's falling into the wealth trap. You know the one when someone gets so fucking rich that they feel like they can say and do anything? The Twitter purchase made zero financial sense, but it served his ego. What do you guys think? Is this the unraveling of his true colors starting to show? Or his true colors starting to show? Thanks for indulging me, Mr. Pink. Love you, buddy. Merry happy, whatever you do. So. I want to bow out of this um, conversation because I'm sick of thinking about this man. I'm sick of talking about this man. Take a looking at this fucking guy. I don't give a fuck how rich he is or isn't. I don't care what he's capable of. <laughs> and I don't really, honestly, and this is nothing against you, Mr. Pink. I just literally, it's, and this is for someone who's pretty detached from the news cycle. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just getting way too much of this guy. And you guys can talk about it. But you seem it. to be aware of it. Yeah, and I'm aware, I'm fully aware that it, it just pisses me off, and I'm just not going to give it any oxygen. This is exactly why I got off social media, because you just don't feed the fucking fire. You guys talk about Elon Musk if you want to, but no, I'm going to go no. take a dump. No! You're going to do that. I'll be Shut back. Up!
I'll be back well, in five. I got a bidet that I can just <laughs> lean into. No! I'd rather clean no. my butthole than talk about Elon fucking Musk. Fuck Elon. I don't, Fucked it. I don't yeah! care. Who fucking cares? Why are we talking about this? Having a, nice clean, having a nice clean butthole is a good thing to have. Dude, it's clean so... your butthole and stop talking about Elon Musk. Two, what about I mean, his point of view, though, in the of... email, Scott? Any any interest in what he's saying? Do you care? Shit? Yeah, do you care about the unraveling of a wealthy man in real time or blah, blah, blah? No, that shit's happening there. I mean, Elon Musk goes as Kanye West goes as all these other fucking rich idiots. You know, I don't know. I, I don't want to be coarse because I, it's a different situation with Kanye West. That's obviously a fucking severe mental health. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, I'm not so sure of that. Uh, not so sure of that, but okay. Yeah. Well, it's to to a degree. Could be the I ultimate mean, troll job. Ultimate troll job. More maybe. of a degree than Elon Musk. Here we go. Now we're gonna start talking about it. But <laughs> there you go. We just, <laughs> just stepped troll right. Troll. Stepped right in troll the troll. Uh, What's the listen, pal? Maybe you haven't heard. Maybe you haven't heard. I'm the guy in all Detroit. Elon Musk is the old, he's the guy now, dude. So everybody has to talk about ego? him all day, every day. Are we talking about his ego? I mean, of course, he's an egocentric, <laughs> megalomaniacal, has a fucking messianic complex. All of this stuff has to be true of, of this, this type of personality. And so, Let yeah, me blow your mind. Let me blow your ego, mind, Scott, dude, you right can, now. You can get your ego's dick sucked every fucking five minutes when you've got $300 billion. Like, I don't know. That's I, putting it mildly. Eh? Let it, me blow it, your it, mind right now, dude. This is another email. This is another email from your man, your guy, our guy, Danny. Danny hey, B from Alaska. Danny. Here we go. Yeah, it's going to be about Elon Musk. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Danny. <laughs> oh, Hello, is it Safe this. Talk Show? I hate Hello, this. is it Safe Talk Show? Let's play buy or sell. Uh, Detroit Football Lions. Sell. Trump's NFTs. Sell. Elon Musk. Sell. <laughs> There it is. He Joe made the Biden. for Danny's email. Joe Biden running again in 24. Sell U of M football 22. Probably have to buy that because the world sucks and, and I'm selling everything, but I think that U of M could probably win. So fuck me. Oh, dump, well, dump, on, dump on my face. It's This is all just a big... Here, let me let me raise the level here, though. Look at the last statement. It says, also, a lot of year-end music lists are floating around. Do you have a favorite 2022 record? For Danny, he says probably the Kendrick record or Alt J's The Dream for me. Later, boners. <laughs> Love you, Danny. Happy New Year, buddy. This is just completely unnecessary. <laughs> no, I like it. I like that we're called boners and squids and wieners or whatever else he calls it. Uh, the Kendrick record was good. I was partial to the, um, the Big Thief album. That was probably mine. So, really? Yeah, it's good. Big Thief. Yeah, Luke, it's not for yeah. you. Stay away. Yeah, it's not for you, Luke. <laughs> is it, it sounds like it sounds just like indie. It's just it's just Brooklyn indie folk boner yeah. sensitive Good boner. God. There might be some. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! No, stay away. No. Yeah, this is. Is this this it? This is. Oh God! This is Big Thief. Song's called Paul. One of their high, highest streaming songs on Spotify. This is right. This is right in Luke's wheelhouse right here. I can just tell. <laughs> Let's try this one. Hey, 
If it doesn't have big burly testicles, our man Luke Horovic is out. <laughs> this is also yeah, a new album. This is fucking this is painful. painful vascular nuts. So this is painful. Yeah. Oh no, you you would murder yourself this is, if you had to make it through this worst. This is like one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> he always says that. Yo, Luke, don't you like that, Mike? How he always says that shit. I like it though. I say this shit. I'm like, that's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. You guys do that a lot. It's funny. That's oh, dude. Amazing. Hey, now since you're gonna bag on my music, I didn't really like Green Room. <laughs> I, I didn't like Green Room. I thought it was. Oh, you didn't like Green Room? No, I wasn't in the Green that's, Room. That's, oh! that's more of a dig on. That's more of a dig on Mike than me. <laughs> that's fine well let's hear it let's hear it john because i thought you'd like it i i didn't hate it I, I just it was i just found the whole thing to be gratuitous and unnecessary the color it had that sleepy color like that <laughs> green everything happens and it has like a green sepia fucking tone that just lulls you it to did, sleep yeah. uh i just i don't know i i really wanted to like it i like the premise of it but i found it to be completely is one of those movies that after it was done i was like I, I don't know why that needed to be, needed to exist. Really, <laughs> why would I, I ever watch this again? I just found it completely unnecessary. I guess would be the word. That would be my capsule review. Uh, you know, in Blue Ruin, I got to go back and watch that one. But I remember watching that a couple times and thinking, like, okay, this is this is all right. It's my review of Green Room is like it's six out of ten. So it's not like awful. I mean, that's essentially every it's- every movie is like a six or a seven. Have you seen the Top Gun Maverick this year, John Scott? No, I think I'd rather watch Elon Musk interviews than me and you are the last two people. Should we do it? I know. Hey, if you if if you want to walk arm in arm with me, that's the only way I'd watch it. Okay, I might be down with that. That actually sounds kind of fun. Luke comes down. I know. I know. We're walking into me to watch that again. Oh my god, we're walking into a two-hour and eighteen-minute rake. I'm positive, but I'll wait. 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 I'll do it for you if you if you wanted to. Well, even people that I wouldn't expect to like it now even said it was incredible. I'm like, what? I can't believe it. So, well, we did no, that review. Man. Like, my mom wants to go see it, you know, my, my like, 70-year-old yeah. mother. And she was like, it was fun. You didn't have to think about anything. It, like, that, you know, I was like, <laughs> the value in the movie Actually, was the most you, honest. You that's the it. most honest response. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the value is that, which is fine. Whatever. Hey, not everything has to be, you know, some criterion collection, social commentary, uh, you know. But uh, yeah, when I know what it's gonna be, dude. Here I can I can go you one further. I'm almost positive. I can say beyond the shadow of almost any single doubt that I have not seen the original Top Gun from A to Z. Hmm. Oh, like I haven't. <laughs> like I haven't sat down and watched it from credit to credit. Like, yeah, like beginning to end, sat down and watched the whole thing. Definitely, yeah. definitely have it. Jurassic Park haven't gone from credit to credit with Jurassic Park, dude. There are so many movies I've seen that I've seen in that way, like in and yeah. out, bit bit by bit. Seven hundred times. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. A really yeah. smart decision, young man. You've seen between one and thirty minutes of it, like fifty times. <laughs> never exactly. I th- you know I, what's what's uh, what blows me away about the new uh top gun is that it's okay so it's uh it's pantomiming a movie you know it's like okay there's all right this is just 
going to be technically fucking sweet looking it, whatever to me it, that's never been interesting um i've always i've always basically just disregarded or hated like war movies i don't really care um i've never gotten into like the action that's involved i absolutely despise the you know the kind of like pilot in the cockpit fucking you know camera angle all that i i can't stand it i think it's I just, to me, it never, it has never connected. It doesn't mean it's not good. Just has never connected to me. But, you know, the having, having Tom Cruise in this movie and like basically the first big speech he gives is about aging. (laughs) Whoa. Okay, dude, that was a, that's a perfect. It was fucking hilarious. It's a meta Hollywood movie. It's not really about that it's about tom cruise it's I a movie about not, tom, not, fuck cruise. This. top gun maverick both you motherfuckers are crazy dude this is what val kilmer looks like yeah oh man. <gasps> whoa that's over that's he's got neck well, depression. i didn't realize and val kilmer cruise... looked like that look at the especially oh, man. The he, well he's been, he's been using... in that situation for like over 10 years oh okay. he can't talk yeah. Oh, okay. He had, he had throat cancer, so okay. he's been he's like fucked. that for like ten years. Shit, he's fucked. Um, oh, yeah, like, uh, like you know, wow, Cruz, dude. He tried to make uh, multiple sequels back in the '80s, and he was like, "This is a you know tool for the war machine. I'm not going to do it, and it would be irresponsible to keep putting this message out and out on screen." And then he fucking does it, but he did it 20 years later, so. You know, everybody gives him a pass because, oh, my God, uh, McQuarrie makes a fucking great action movie. But, you know, it's it's kinetic and all this. But like those are the things that distract from everything else. And also it's a complete it's basically just uh, which is the Star Wars movie where he fucking bombs the Death Star. Is it is Empire Strikes Back? Is that the one that he actually like? It's the first and the third one. It's the first, whatever. They so do it twice. It, it is the first it, and the third one. They do it twice. Literally the same thing. It's fucking hilarious because they put the they put the graphics up on the screen and like this is your mission. This is what you're gonna do. And it is literally a guy flying flying down a fucking ravine, dropping a bomb into a hole, and then flying out of the ravine. And only Tom Cruise can do it. It just Yay! to me was the. I think it was the dumbest thing in the world, and I think it's what the world deserves. <laughs> <laughs> The world loves that man. It's got an eight point four on IMDb. That's like sacred territory. Ninety six percent rock rotten tomatoes. Metacritic. That is sacred territory. That's a high ass rating. Sacred. Look at this motherfucking cast, dude. Now I can't. I I look at movies and and shows differently now that I have to like work on this kind of shit. Not like Top Gun per se, but like this is a fucking nightmare. This list of characters is a mile and a half long i I can't i can't believe it there are like seven thousand people in this fucking movie yeah i'm sure they all wanted to be in it because it was the top gun sequel and and i would have to add jennifer conley female late 40s early 50s she is those this she she talks to tom cruise in the in the war room (laughs) she's has a mid-range she was hot 20 years ago yeah jennifer conley hot 20 years ago lost too much weight for hollywood Oh. That's that's what the like sub that's that's what like the text should be on the fucking screen. Uh, these oh people, God. they're all they're all such Hollywood products, and the uh, 
the the fact that the plot is fucking just bone thin it's nothing uh is but joe boo i think it it just basically is requiring the audience to stitch it all together with all of the other fucking cultural references they have in their head and i don't know I just cannot understand why people think this movie's great. Even people that I I think do good analysis are loving this fucking movie. I, don't I, love, I feel like it. Scott it's, does it's now. Garbage. I feel like Scott towards Elon Musk. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Fuck this. I'm done with this okay, movie. This so is way too much Top Gun analysis. Hold on, wait. Back, back to Elon Musk real quick. I just want to say ah! this. Real quick. This is real quick, and this is not... First of all, this guy is not a genius. He is. Um, he's the fucking. Hey, look real quick. Did, scion, have you seen the new Glass Onion? He's a diamond yet? empire. He's a scion you, of a diamond. Have you seen Glass empire. Onion yet? Yes, I have. He okay. first of all, okay. Elon Musk is a scion of a fucking diamond empire out of South Africa. He uses his money, finds uh, smarter people than him because he clearly is not fucking a smart dude. And uh, he just knows where to put his money. He finds the smart people, I guess. Maybe that makes which him intelligent. Smart. Yeah, which is smart. Yeah. Owner. So he gets PayPal, right? Sells PayPal and takes that money and then does nothing but leverage loans against the government for fucking uh, EV vehicles uh, that basically no regular person will ever own. This is like truly <laughs> the most liberal project in the world. And then uh, buys Twitter because uh, in my in my opinion, and from everything I can tell, he buys Twitter because that's where he is. He loves Twitter, so he thinks it's important. Buys it, then realizes, oh, fuck, Twitter doesn't make any fucking money. Tries to get out of it for like six fucking months. Fuck uh, that le- legally, legally, everybody comes after him, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll buy it. And now he's stepping down as CEO. This motherfucker will be completely out of Twitter in like the next six months after he's uh, been bored of this whole fucking process. And hopefully, hopefully he loses like a hundred billion dollars in the process. What a piece in of, America. What a, what a fucking uh, manufactured, <laughs> wrong. a manufactured fucking genius. He is, he is nothing but a capitalist who has bought his way into literally everything. But what he's done is he's outsmarted the fucking He's outsmarted Congress and he's outsmarted the government and he's gotten people to give him loans for billions of dollars for things. You that are fake news. Don't materialize. Do not materialize. Self-driving cars, the fucking lightning tube or whatever the fuck it was, the hyper tube or whatever he was supposed oh, to. Oh, yeah. Not happening. Yeah. It's never going to happen. And if it yeah. does, it'll happen in fucking 125 years. But he's got that money. They gave him yeah. the money to do it. Well, now Anyhow, you do, that's all I wanted you to say about shit. Him. I don't. I have no interest in him in general. I think uh, even obsessing about him one in one like one bit is disgusting. Well, you've already gone boring. really long on this. I mean, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> yeah, but that's it, though. I find him boring as fuck. I would never dedicate a whole episode to this motherfucker. And so many podcasts that I listen to, they've all they're doing is talking about Elon Musk, and it's like, shut the fuck up. Who cares? Yeah, just well, go and enjoy your Tesla and your vanity play, you fucking pecker wood idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just and wanted I just wanted to tie start rolling I just in. wanted to I just wanted to tie a bow on that for uh for Pink because he asked. Okay. Well that's fair. We do mean we want to respect Pink. And also, you know, Danny's points about let's play buy or sell. So I guess everyone's selling Elon Musk. But let's go back to it. Detroit Lions. Are you buying or selling? I, I don't know. I need more. I need more. 
any more context. I, I don't know what he's asking. I mean, I, I suppose it's vague. it's vague, but if we're talking about them like getting in the playoffs, I got to probably sell that. But I'm buying the fact that they appear to be a different team than the Detroit Lions of yore. I buy their general manager, Brad Holmes. So that's what I'm going to say. I believe in him. He knows what he's doing. And he's one of the smartest GMs they've had in a long time. So that's where I'm going with it. That's I suppose, it. Oh, yes. I will err on your on that side as well. If we're talking about yeah. the, future, the 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 prognosis of the franchise, I'll buy. Yay! Luke, you buying the lions? Prognosis negative. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've only God. got. And then uh, I don't give a shit. Oh, okay, good. That's fine. Good night. And then good uh, night, the, yeah, no, Trump's NFTs. Look. Trump's NFTs buy are those. just hilarious. Buy them. Buy them now. Yeah, Everybody buy them all. Buy them all. Buy them, buy them all. That's or pretty just mild, look at them. Or look at them online for free. That's Did you the see greatest, how they were? The greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. He wants to sell things that you can see for free online for $99. Well, he sold them out. So they all sold right away, supposedly. Who knows what's true and what's not. Of course not, they but... did. Yeah, well, of course they did. It's hilarious that he, some of that, they were all just Photoshopped from shit online. Like one of them's a men's warehouse. But... <laughs> photo that you can find on their website that they just put trump on have you heard these stories about these things they're hilarious the laziest shit of all time the worst photoshop jobs and just they're so bare bad. minimum nobody was nobody was paid to actually like make some trump art or digital art at all they just photoshopped a bunch of dumb shit and put trump on it it's hilarious it's so it's funny amazing hours of entertainment uh, that, yeah. Back to back to like basically just selling garbage to the fucking rubes out there. Like, go for it. Of course, this is because he's yeah, got a this, built-in network of people dude, that are diehards. Is, just like yeah. Elon Musk has a built-in network of diehards. They both do, yes. and they can do whatever they want, even including jam. They could fucking ram their fist in their stomachs and it wouldn't stop. But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine. And they still would be down. It's the yeah, it is the it's the maverick of Trump. It's just sell this fucking propaganda to whoever the fuck wants to buy it. Because some people I'm see them as disruptors. Them he's, he's stupid. Uh, some people see know, them as these people who are upsetting the established order. That's the problem because people are desperate for that and people buy into it. But they, are they upsetting? It doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. That's what they do. That's how they see it. Who's they? It, they do. The people who support Elon Musk, the people who support Donald Trump. That's who oh, they yeah. are. Yeah, morons. Yeah. Uh they're supporters. People that people that do nothing but like live in live in like oh boy, here we mainstream go. media bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we don't do that well, on this show. Now you're just reducing it down like we're not supposed to. Oh, okay. Well, dude, is there is there an argument or something, you know, that, well, it's just to make, you're minimizing them immediately. Like these are, these are probably people out there. They're not morons. There's a lot of high functioning, regular people who find functioning, shit regular people that is contrarian. These of Trump Photoshop poorly yeah. on mm -hmm. like a cowboy body. Yeah. It's hard to believe. That's what's so hard I to believe about you're it. Doing that, I think if you're doing that, you are one of the people that's out, out of it. You're, you're out of the, uh, you're on the pay no mind list. You're, you're done. You're, I don't under I listen if you voted like it, I've said a billion times Mike and I think that's what you're appealing to if you voted for Trump I'm not I don't hold that against anybody given the given the options that you saw in the uh, 2016 election but if uh in 2020 but I think if you're buying NFTs uh you've got 
there's something else that's going on that hey needs to be taken care of. I mean, probably <laughs> medical help. Um, I'm not even thinking psychological help. I'm thinking I'm thinking you had a stroke, maybe, and <laughs> and and you don't know. How to wow, work. dude. I, I don't know who bought one of the. Actually, if you bought one of those, uh, okay, you're kind of yeah. A hero, send us an so email. Good for you. Yeah, please, please, please. If you support Elon Musk or you, you bought Trump's NFTs. Yes, you must be you feeling. support any of these megalomaniacs. <laughs> if you love Trump or Elon Musk, you must be feeling really confident talking to us. So, yeah, reach out. Yeah, it's send us an email. I have, is I it have safe? No, I have no problem. Yeah, is it safe? Sorry, Mike. Is it safe? Uh, is it safe pod at gmail.com? But yeah, right. I, I have no problem with people that that like that i just i think the nft thing is fucking hilarious i also think it's completely perplexing and you know look at what's happening with crypto bros come on yeah mike you still uh, you you still got some crypto i haven't sold anything i'm still there hanging in there how have i always told you scott what have i always told you (laughs) i folded i folded my hand months ago i can't blame you I, i don't blame you at all but i'm I'm just going to wait them out. They're trying to wait me out. I'm not going to do it. I don't care how hard it gets. Cash out at 1.8 million. And we're going to be, it's just egg out of face. If I do, if it, if it does work out that way, I'll throw you guys a cut. You know, I'm not, I'm not looking to hold Lord it over anybody. All I know is that they want want you to be, I can't give up now. So yeah, I know it's a a principal issue. I can, I can respect that. It's in there. I also can survive. I've got a, I've got a partner who's got, you know, she survives. She has a job. Uh, I do make money so I can survive. It's not like everything. It's just something. So, but if it came to it, you know, if everything goes to hell, I would have to sell it and use that money, but I'm not there yet. So I'm looking out. I'm a lucky guy. That's putting it mildly. I'm a lucky guy. Look at me, by the way, to Danny's final point here, uh, Joe Biden running again in 2024. Are we buying or selling it? Yeah. Sell fucking who cares? Um, it's just depressing. I don't want him to. Uh, I think he probably will. So, yeah, because no one and dies. I, I was, if you're a politician, you apparently don't die. So, yeah, I can. Get <laughs> it. No, it's amazing. Yeah. man. you see, you see these doddering old fools and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Is one of you going to fucking is the Tiffany? I mean, come on. And, <laughs> and then and then you're sitting here looking at all this, all this media attention on uh, ageism and. The, you know, the gerontocracy and all that. And they are, they're basically setting the, they're trying to set the table to prevent somebody like Bernie from running because he's still completely fucking with it and still completely uh, like lucid and has good ideas, but they can't, uh, they can't stand that. So then you see all this like mainstream media bullshit about old people not being able to string their thoughts together and, and be able to lead a country. And it's like, well, you're doing that. Uh, you're just cutting off your nose to spite your face. And I guess that's what the entire thing is all about anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, Bernie could keep going because I bet you at 95, he's still going to be fairly lucid and probably smarter than your average American. Uh, I but am Biden, a false prophet. But I, I do suspect Biden will be a, uh, deteriorating very very quickly and probably in the next two years it is going to be um it's going to be like a major concern a major health concern i i fucking hate biden and don't think he has any anything to do with us but 
honestly, I don't think he's going to, he he's going to run for 2024. Maybe he doesn't fucking die, but I would be fucking surprised <laughs> if he's still alive in two years. It does. Well, no, I wants to succeed. I wouldn't these it's unbelievable like you wake up and you, if someone's dying every day some public figure musician actor blah 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 but you never wake mm-hmm. up it's never like jim Clyburn dead at the age of 105 nancy pelosi dead at the age of 98 or however how is Clyburn so alive he's how are these people still baby back alive? ribs for the last fucking 45 years dude they hey got, man you either smoke or you get smoked you know you either smoke or you get smoked the thing that's even most concerning is like uh dude he doesn't make it it's fucking kamala time and now we're on kamala time i don't even know what that's what i don't even know how to i don't even know what to make of that shit kamala harris yeah, who cares? yeah. look uh joe biden yeah, writing it obviously that's our answer there uh, U of M football, 22 national champs. I'm excited. I was really excited to go watch a game with friends Saturday because it's the playoff semifinal on New Year's Eve, which sucks that it's on New Year's Eve, but whatever. It's at 4 o'clock, so at least it's not like later. But, uh, you know, I might have COVID now, so I might not be able to go. So that sucks. That's life. But uh, I'm really excited for that, and hopefully I can watch the national championship game because Michigan beats TCU, which I believe is a very, very possible outcome. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorites right now. doesn't mean they're going to win. But um, they TCU's played a lot of close games, but they also seem like, you know, actually, John Scott, they kind of remind me of uh, uh, your your boys, your Spartans. Like, remember when they made the playoff and then they got murdered by Alabama, which happened yeah. to Michigan last year. They got murdered by Georgia. I so think you just kind of show up better than that. I, I think they can. I think they're going to give Georgia a run this year. I hope Ohio I, State beats Georgia. I would love to see the rematch of the national title game. It would be fun for me to see Ohio State-Michigan, the ultimate Michigan-Ohio State game for the national title that could well, never – no bragging right could ever be topped. That would be fun. I think you should have I think you should have played them in the first round. I, Ohio State I – I agree. I would take Ohio State over TCU. I don't know how – I don't know how, how TCU stayed at three, but it doesn't matter. I, maybe the committee this this committee is a bunch of oh yeah wieners anyway. They just do whatever the hell they want. It's not about any anything. That's putting it mildly. Exactly. Yeah, it's all so. trash. There you go, Danny. We covered your email, I believe. But but the last part, Luke, is you know music of 2022. Luke, do you have anything you'd like to share? Some music that you really enjoyed this year. Did you expand your horizons musically? Um, I didn't actually. I probably um. Restricted them a little bit. <laughs> Sloughed off a few other, uh, flew, a few other uh, terrible, popular influences. No, I mean, you know, John Scott. John Scott does share with me from time to time. You know, uh, bands that he knows I'm gonna like, and so that has definitely, definitely broadened my horizons. But within the kinds of things that I do like, I again, guys, you know. You understand. I, I don't know what it is. I cannot. I just cannot get into shit. What was that fucking band you just were talking about? The Big Thief. Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. I, your enjoyment of music is directly proportionate to like how burly yeah. and testicular it is. And I can respect I thought, that. I, I thought Big Thief sounded really cool, but that you probably liked like a lot of the lyrics. Right. If you read the lyrics, you'd probably be like, oh, that's pretty cool. But musically okay. it's just right. well, that's all I, I have to say about that i have said this 100 percent that you know the uh the actual message to me when it comes to music is often um has bears more weight than the music itself 
So if the music drives me insane, but the message is badass, I will listen to some dumbass shit just because it's got good words. Yeah, I or don't you know can just read ever... the words and leave the music, uh, you know. You know, but the thing is, it does. It starts to grow on me. Like if I, it, I'm not going to be, uh, yeah. If I'm just being totally honest, I will start listening to stuff where I'm like, oh my god, yeah, the words are pretty good. There was that one <laughs> song. Um, what the fuck? It was this song, right? shit rips yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your spotify i will say this you know what's a really oh uh, Pet, portugal the man they had that one song that's actually uh it, oh, it just wow. is like overplayed to death but like it you know oh, i read the lyrics like, yeah that fucking fun. song oh my god yeah, what's this like know, something about a year or like 1979 yeah, nine, or you know what i'm talking about john yeah 1966 man yeah so it's 66 uh, I heard that on the radio all the fucking time when I was Uber driving. I was like, wow, Portugal, the man, really. uh, Because Bear the Shark and our buddy John, those guys, they used to tour with them and stuff. I was like, oh, wow, these guys are really gone. It'd be funny if, like, Bear vs. Shark was on the FM radio one day. That'd be like. Can you imagine? So, yeah. So, can you imagine? You know what? When it comes to poetry and music, I've always said that, like, I fucking hate it, but, like, uh, I do like. I do like uh, Bear vs. Shark, and I do love. Uh, I do love wow. the guys, uh, Mark's lyrics. I think they're, this song I think they're has, really interesting. They're great. They are, but this song has cracked a billion streams. Wow, on Spotify. Dude. That's impressive. That's big time. I made it to uh, meet somebody at my front door right now who's picking up the furniture. So, oh, you're leaving. I may leaving. need to go, guys. I may. Yeah. I may need to go, which means it's yeah. time to leave. Thank you. All right, well, shit. I wanted to talk about my Spotify wrapped and Danny's commentary on music. That sucks. So we'll finish. Sh- let me close out the show here. So you guys definitely talk music. No, nah, um, it's over. I want to leave anyways. I gotta go to bed. So, right. um, Merry you. Christmas, Luke. Happy New Year. I gotta roll. Uh, John Scott, what song uh, would you like to close? It? We should close out with a Big Thief song that you like because I'd like to hear it. Oh, uh, give me your yeah. preferred Big Thief. Well, I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a shorter. Or go one something else. Get. Something best of 2022. You were Remember, you can email us. I love Radiohead. Yeah. It's a safe pod at gmail.com if you guys want to share your best of 2022. Thanks for the email, Danny. Love you, buddy. Happy New Year. Uh, everybody we email uh, shows. I feel like we played a big. Do we play a big thief song at some point? I know we've got a strict uh, no, a strict no fucking, you know, repeat. Uh, yeah, but we have no idea. <laughs> the problem is, I mean, we could go back and somebody could track this if they wanted to keep a list. If you're a diehard fan of our show, you could really take things up a notch and tell us every song we've ever played to close the show but fuck it yeah if it's well, a repeat then i don't think anybody just, would know i'm ready to go too so let's play the shortest uh the shortest song on the record it's called heavy bend heavy bend yeah Big let's do thief. That. Let's all right get in and out you got a are you like a new year's guy you gonna party or you just who cares nah, nah fuck that i'll just be wearing a horned frog sweatshirt on saturday and chilling <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah uh we'll see where i am in 72 hours but uh, yeah, man, everybody, i hope hey, you, you know. i hope it's a fluke i hope it's uh just all smoke and mirrors mate 
Thanks, buddy. I hope you have a, even if you don't celebrate anything, have a great time. Enjoy your week, rest of your holiday break, folks. Yep. Here's Big Thief taking us out, and uh, yeah. we'll catch you guys next year. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>